Welcome back to the Sisters Reading Romance podcast. I am Aisha, one half of this podcast. And I'm Lexi. The other half the of other this podcast. <laughs> said both of my Did I didn't know we had to specify that I was the second half. I feel like people are smart enough to figure that out. Just saying. Anyway, um, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. This week we read... The Wall of Winnipeg, Winnipeg and, and me. me by Mariana Zapata. I always just at the end me always well, gets me. Well, I think if you just said, just "Hey, I read The Wall of Winnipeg," everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about." But like, if you said, like, I don't know, everyone just forgets about the end me. So this is a re-record because the first one we did was way too fucking long and it was super hard to cut. And also, I you don't want to listen to a three-hour podcast. Shat on this book, and I shouldn't have shat yeah, on this book. Yeah, you shat because on this I was, book. Okay, to be the fair, the entire time you're like, be, I don't like this part. I didn't like this part. Oh, and the sex scene was shit. And I was like, fair, I love this book. First of all, this is the this was the first Marianne Zapata book that I read. So, and I was also coming off of a lot of dual POVs, and this is a single POV. You only hear this from Vanessa, and. I was really harsh on it because I liked it. Like I gave this a five out of five, but I like was really hard on the book because there wasn't much to dislike. So I just like nitpicked. So this time around, we're not going to do that because I will still be nitpicky because, but I love this book. So it, it, anyway, Wall of Winnipeg and me by Meredith Zapata and sports romance. Although like, you don't really get too much. You get which like, is good. I like that. Yeah, I, like I mean, that you like, get I, you get the like. I get. I think. Stuff. I think if you were, if we got a, a an Aiden POV, it would be more sportsy. But because she's like not firsthand, like watching, being like part of it, she's like, I go to his games, and I take pictures when he's in the gym when I was his assistant, and like. Stuff like that. Or, like, he had, like, a hard day and his ankle hurts. Like, his injuries, like, I guess so. I but, like, just, I think... I love like, a dual POV and that I love Marina Zapata. But that's... It's it read more than her books now. It feeds the slow burn, Isha. That is true. That is true. It does feed the slow burn because otherwise you would figure out too fast that he likes her. And you want to be in suspense. Like, that's the point is you you can't know that he likes her. Or, like, as an audience, you kind of have an idea, but it's never confirmed. But, yeah, I would love, like, I just didn't like Aiden fast enough. Like, I wish I liked him sooner. Like, I liked him until I did. Like, I didn't like him until I did. Like, there was no kind of, like, he didn't grow in me. It was like, I didn't like him then. I was like, okay, I found I him like frustrating. Him. Like, I definitely, I don't know if I personally would gravitate so- to someone like Aiden who is very quiet and then he's like i get ha- the way i want like all the time because i'd yeah. be like go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah that's also why i'm not a personal assistant so that's also that yeah so okay so sports romance tropes are marriage, marriage and convenience, convenience um force which proximity. is 
marriage of convenience and forced proximity are like my two fucking favorite tropes and fake Except dating. Except for Love a good fake fucking relationship. You, I will know that I want to say the first time we recorded this, you shit all over the fact that this was marriage of convenience. It was you were just, like, it, was it didn't make sense. Like, it was why weird. did they not tell you it was a marriage of convenience? Okay, and we're going like, to get to that point, but it, it was weird anyway. We'll get there. Uh, grumpy sunshine, for sure. Yeah. Um, slow burn, which we said, because this is definitely a slow burn. Yeah. And in Mira's Zapata books, you also only ever get really one sex scene. I think the And it's like in the last like twenty pages. She has a every cu- time. A couple that um that like you get a couple sex scenes. So like uh under lock, they I would say like seventy five percent mark is when like they're official and they start having sex. Hmm. And then, and before then, they 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 do like some fooling around, but and then I think rhythm and chord. They have sex multiple times. I'm trying to think of the other. Yeah, you just co- don't. You books. get like the sex scene. There is. Like, You're not reading Mariana Zapata for the steamy sex. Like I'm, j- I'm well, so sorry. That's I feel not. like it would add to it, but that's just my opinion. Anyway, you'd also add like 200 pages to this book. <laughs> I don't know if I would. I thought it was a good length. Yeah, but you you want more sex scenes? Like, where would you put them? I don't know. I guess the see, but the thing is, is that the thing, yeah, the thing of this book is because it's single POV. You don't actually know, like y- you as an audience know that Aiden loves her. But, like, she doesn't know. So, like, there's no way to put sex scenes in this sooner because she honestly thinks, doesn't think he loves her. Until they're having sex. And he's like, she's like, he loves me. (laughs) I don't think, no, it was before that. No. Yeah, because she woke up, like, she did her marathon. It was at the marathon when she realized he loved her. No, no, she no, straight no. Up said it. no, 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 because she came back from the marathon and she was in that weird like haze that like I'm falling asleep literally like all the time. Yeah. And then she wakes up and he's like, so what did you want to say to me at the marathon? And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then she says her piece and then he's like, oh, everyone's home. So like we can't go any further than this. And then they like because he's like. He never says, I love you, though. Until they've literally just had sex. He does say it after that. I, I highlighted it in I, my book. Okay. Anyway, let's go back to the order. Uh, trigger warnings. So, like, there isn't, like, I don't want to say there isn't any, but I don't want to say there is at the same time. There is a lot of talk of domestic violence, like, both. both Aiden. Aiden. And then deals his. with abuse from his dad like physical abuse uh vanessa deals with physical abuse from her sisters and then diana who's her vanessa's best friend is like is like in a relationship with an abusive relationship so like you never see it but it's obvious it's happening and like you do hear about it um, the Goodreads rating on this w- is really fucking high. Like, usually when you have a lot of reviews, so this has 157,000 ratings. 
And usually when you have ratings that high, you typically get a lower score because obviously everyone has a different opinion. But this book has a 4.29. That's a really high score. I mean, it makes sense. I agree. I would... I gave this a five. I don't think casual because the thing is she's not widely accessible to people who just like go pick up a book at like the airport or go to the bookstore. Did people you, do that? Pick up books in the airport? Yeah. Have you been to an airport recently? No. I mean, no, I don't fly. <laughs> okay, but you know anywhere, this. But like, <laughs> yeah, there's. I I would say that like this isn't a book. Like I don't find Marion Zapata in the romance section. No, because she's only, basically, you have to buy either from her website or, like, Amazon. Yeah. Because, and but I think most people read this on a Kindle because she's part she's part of the Kindle yeah, Unlimited. Yeah, this is Kindle Unlimited. So, if you have a Kindle Unlimited, this is great because all of her catalog is, which is how I've been just, Except like. Except, Culty wasn't for the longest time, and I fucking bought that one. And then there, she was like, oh, yeah, now it's on Kindle Unlimited. I'm like. That's not, that's not my favorite one. Why did I have to purchase that one? <laughs> like this book, I haven't bought this yet, but I would I would buy this book. I'm I'm a really big like fake relationship. It's like my trope, and this is a good book. Um, so it is it is fr- it's in also in first person, which I I read a lot of dual POV, so you don't get first person a lot. You get third person. What are you talking about? You yeah. get first person a lot in dual POV. Really? I Yeah, I get a lot of... I've been reading a lot of th- third person, so this is in first person, and it's single POV. You hear the entire thing from Vanessa's point of view, which is how you get the slow burn, but it drives me nuts because I really wish we heard from Aiden because I feel like I would have liked him I don't sooner know. if we did. Because the beginning, you're like, this guy is just such a fucking asshole. Like, he's just so oblivious and, like, self-centered that he just, like, doesn't care about anyone else. But then you can see his his his, his turning point. You can see he's developing as a character. I guess that's true. Um, okay. Is the back of the book accurate? Well, let's read it. Vanessa Mazur knows she's doing the right thing. She shouldn't feel bad for quitting, being an assistant slash housekeeper slash fairy godmother to the top defensive end in the National Football Organization was always supposed to be temporary. She has plans, and none of them include washing extra large underwear longer than necessary. But when Aiden Graves shows up at her door, wanting her to come back, she's beyond shocked. For two years, the man known as the Wall of Winnipeg couldn't find it in him to tell her good morning or congratulate her on her birthday. Now he's asking for the unthinkable. What do you say to a man who's used to getting everything he wants? So the first time I read this book, I read the back, obviously, and had no idea this was a marriage of convenience because Lexi had suggested this to me. So I just said, okay, yeah, sure. Like, let's try it. And she didn't, like, I am not someone who likes to be spoiled. So I usually am like, okay don't tell me what it's about like I'll just like go look at it and then go read it so I was shocked when it turned into a marriage of convenience and the reasoning behind it was like really I was like wait what is happening and I feel like that's what threw me the first time I read this because I was like just so confused as to why like his reasoning for the marriage of convenience didn't make sense to me I mean it makes sense to me it's the most plausible marriage of convenience I have ever like I've ever read 
Because most of the time, it's like, oh, because my friend, like, the love hypothesis is because, oh, my friend wants to date this guy, but I went on a couple dates with him before, and I want to show, like, him wanting a green card, that Makes means sense. plausible to Except me. that he's like, you know what? I'm on a green card. And she's like, you literally play for, like, basically, like, I mean, should they call it the NFO, the National Football Organization? But it's basically the NFL. That she's like, you're a fucking NFL player, and but he just you want- can't get yourself a fucking citizenship or, like, a visa? And he's like, no, I don't want to do it like that. But that's too much paperwork for me. If we get married, you have to do the paperwork. Like, that's what it is. And I was like, what? And then he's I'm, like... I'm going to say, I think teams have people to help that you. do this. Yeah. Because they work with international athletes You all also the time. have an agent and a manager whose income relies on you making Are income. they two separate people? I thought it was literally one person. No, Trevor is his manager. I thought Trevor was his agent. No. Uh, yes. It's another round. Trevor is his... His agent. And I didn't his think manager is agents were really that involved as the Trevor is. Yeah, the roles were weird because, like, his manager would have been the one that hired Vanessa, not his agent. Yeah. But it makes sense that Trevor was coming around being like, what the fuck are you doing? We're trying to get you a contract, and you're being an idiot. So, like, that made sense, but it was very blurry. Um, basically, okay, I'll sum up the beginning of the book because you always take super long when you do this. And then we'll start on, like, the actual parts that matter. So, first, like, 100 pages-ish. I have no concept of pages. So, basically, Vanessa's Aiden's personal assistant. She does, like, she literally cooks and cleans his house. Manages his emails. I thought that was so fucking ridiculous. I mean, like. How she, like, cooks, like, all his fucking. Like, I understand, like, I mean, yeah. But, like, like, it wasn't the job description when she took it. Like, he should have been able to, like, hire a fucking cook that, like, meal preps for them. I think it was just pure laziness. Also, I'm pretty sure professional sports teams have nutritionists and stuff like that that give you meal plans. So, like, and I feel like. Or they would have access to somebody. Him being like, I'm vegan, the nutritionist would be like, yeah, okay. We'll put that into consideration when they make the meal plan. I'm pretty positive that most sports teams have, like, a nutritionist. I don't know if at that level they have someone who's, like, with the team all the time. But they would definitely have somebody who's, like, like the team, like, like sport dietitian who would, like, definitely be on call for that kind of stuff. So, although he wouldn't necessarily pay that person to make his food i don't it it was very weird but she basically did like literally everything for him like answered his emails picked up his mail cleaned his house did his laundry just hire a fucking maid it was like she changed his sheets and everything and then she like had an ongoing joke that she was like a maid so she'd put a a hotel maid so she put like a chocolate like a hotel and the one time she didn't he was like uh did you wet the sheets and she's like fuck my life yes i did He's like, where's the chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't put it on this time. Um, but, like, so basically the beginning is, like, her being his assistant and, like, just being super fed up with him just being an asshole. She has been trying to save up a salary, a full year salary worth of money so that she can quit and start working for herself as a graphic designer. And she 
finally saves up that amount and then has been putting off telling Aiden that she's quitting because it's awkward and she just doesn't want to be awkward. Eventually, she like gets the courage and says, tells him he's qu- she's quitting. And then Aiden says, okay. And she's like, that's it? Just okay? And then continues to be even more of an asshole after the fact. And you can tell that he's like kind of pissed that she's leaving, but like doesn't want to say it out loud. And then she's like okay i'm quitting like i'll wait until you find someone to replace me so i can train them but like i i i need you to like to hire someone quick and then his agent trevor comes over and basically calls her fat in front of aiden while she's listening and aiden just like doesn't defend her at all and he's like this she's like this asshole just called me a dinner roll and you can't say anything and she's like, well, fuck this guy, fuck his agent, fuck everything. And she basically just quits on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, three, it ends up being, like, three to four weeks later, I'm pretty sure, that he shows up at her house. I thought it was a couple months. It was definitely, so, like, I think he shows up after month one, and then the next little bit happens over the next month. So, like, she basically, sh- he shows up saying, come back, I need, I, I want you to work for me again. And she's like, uh, no. I have a job and then somehow it turns into I don't want to go back to the 300s which is his team and they basically like sponsored his visa so for me to go somewhere else I need to marry somebody no 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 his logic is so like because she was like well any other sports team would sponsor a visa for you. And he's like, like I don't want that. Yeah, I want to just be able to he, live here. Yeah, he just <laughs> wants to be able to, like, not have to be tied to a team because they sponsor his visa. So, naturally, he's because like, he was I'll tied just tie myself to another person. He was tied to the 300s for that long because they sponsor his visa. And they kept being, well, his like... contract was also, like, a certain... They kept being, like, like, um... I guess like threatening because they're like we'll send they're basically like if you don't resign or like whatever like they're gonna have to ship you back to Canada and he was like uh no it was a really weird situation and she was like well if you don't want to like have a visa then just fucking like marry a Canadian American and then get a green card and he's like okay I'll just marry you and she's like sorry what he's like yeah yeah we'll just get married and she's like nah we're not doing that and he like basically offers to buy her a house and pay, pay off, off all of her student loans which is like two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt which is fucking unbelievable as a canadian that seems like a fucking a lot but i also believe it because it's more expensive to go to school in the states well so she went to like a uh, ivy league i'm pretty yeah. sure and then she went out i think she went out of state did she not yeah and she went to an ivy league so basically she's like to be a graphic designer guys yeah she's admits that it was like not the right choice yeah, she's but like i should have just went to community college close to home but i wanted to do what i wanted to do and this is what I, how it ended up so basically she's like well fuck it for basically like half a million dollars i'm gonna just marry you for uh, for five years i feel years. like i'd be like i won't because he's probably making more he's probably making like I mean, close to but like then he also doesn't sign a prenup so worst case scenario she fucking divorces him and gets alimony so she could really fuck him over so like 
it is like i mean she does have that option so anyway she agrees to marry him moves into his house they get married in vegas and like basically from there they start to just like realistically they just like live life and he just like comes home more often they start to be friends and like kind of get to know each other that shit yeah and she like also refuses to cook his food so he like basically is like eating like like box lasagna yeah he has like frozen pizzas and stuff like that and she's like is this what you've been eating and he's like since i've been gone yeah so eventually like also he lives with a roommate zach who's a quarterback a backup quarterback on the team and vanessa and him are friends yeah so basically they're like getting to this kind of like domestic rhythm where they're like friends and they're like okay like should we tell people should we not tell people no they just decided not to tell people at first and just like it'll come out eventually no they were just full-on like because she wanted to tell her family family first she did not tell anybody yeah not even her best friend not even her best friend who was who found out also knew knew so her best friend knew the situation and knew that he'd asked her and knew that she had said yes, but didn't know they'd actually gone ahead and like done it and like signed the marriage papers. Yeah. So basically, I don't understand why her best. I understand her best friend was like mad because she didn't tell her, but like she knew the entire situation. So I don't understand why she was like, "Why did you not tell me?" And then she didn't speak to her for like a couple weeks, and it was just like, "I'm sorry, I just don't understand." Like you knew what was going on. I mean, I kind of get it, but, like, yeah, it was a little dramatic. But then basically, so basically, like, they just kind of fall into this, like, rhythm. And, like, not a lot happens until she, I think it's her mom's birthday that she goes for. She goes to uh, El Paso. Yeah, because they're in Texas. To her mom's birthday. She's invited. All of her family's going to be there. And she's, like... She doesn't get along well, with her no, sisters. No, no. She doesn't think her whole family's gonna be there. It's just gonna. It was just supposed to be her mom, and then I, like I her she... sisters were not supposed. to. Well, one sister was not supposed to be there, and then she also like wanted to see her foster family. Yeah. So she asked Aiden to come because she's like, I'm eventually gonna have to introduce. Well, she my didn't husband. actually ask him. Like she. Yes, she did. I she should she have asked like, him because, oh, because I Diana she was like fully so, well, wanted to go by herself. Diana. And then Aiden learned that she was going. And he's like, yeah, I'll go. No, she asked him and he was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I would go if I'm your husband. And she's like, oh, like I, I was going to ask you, but I honestly didn't think you'd say yes. And he was like, yeah, just like I'm not driving though. So I'm not sitting in a car for like five hours. So you book us a flight. And she was like, okay. So she books these flights the day that they're leaving he bails and doesn't have like a very good reason so she goes by he herself. doesn't even tell her because like she she's like waiting she's he like, doesn't text her drive. or anything to be like because she's like i gotta get to the airport because it's so, since like, like we're gonna miss domestic her she has to be there what an hour before yeah so like she's like waiting to like literally the last moment she's like why isn't he here why didn't he text like what the hell's going on and she calls him and he's like, oh, I'm staying. I got to look at game footage. And then she's like, are it's you? It's because Leslie was coming, who, like, is his. Yeah. But probably she's... only, like, quote, unquote, family member because he's, like, 
a family friend basically that also used to coach him football in high school he's like leslie's coming i didn't know but i've got to stay with leslie and she's like okay so you couldn't have fucking texted me like literally any moment before this and she's I'd like, I'd be pissed too. I hate when yeah. I literally hate flaky cancel, people. people I hate people minute. cancel. Last also, minute. she's like literally trying to catch a flight. So she's like pissed. She's like, fuck it. I'm going. So she like gets her stuff and goes. And then you don't see this stuff, but shit happens. She's like her and her sister get into a fight because her sister's there. That one that was not supposed to be there. Her sister's, because her mom deliberately didn't tell her that she wasn't going to be there. Yeah. So, so that she's came still. Yeah. And then her sister's, like, husband or boyfriend or her whatever. Her sister sounds like a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, she does. 100% her sister's a psychopath. But, like, basically, her sister's husband, like, grabs her and leaves, like, a like a, literally a hand-shaped bruise on her, like, wrist. So she, like, comes home and she's, like, pissed and Aiden wants to, like, fucking have her out. She's pissed because her, yeah. Like, Cause, because she her, felt abandoned. She felt abandoned. And also her mom was just like, well, I don't understand why this is such a big like, deal. Why can't you guys get along? And then she's like, he literally like, left fucking bruises on like, me. She's like, bitch, this girl, like, literally, she hit me with her car. <laughs> like, are she you She literally, fucked? like, her sister fully ran her over with a car to the on point purpose. that her knee was it's so fucked up. that she couldn't, like, move for, like, a year. Yeah. It's but, um... But then yeah. she, like, comes home, and she's in a bad mood already. And she, like, tells him. She's like, I'm not in, in a, a good mood. mood. Let's not have like, this conversation Like, please no. not have this conversation. He's like, why don't I say what you're being, like, so, like, what did he say? Like, uptight or, like. Yeah, he was like, basically, you're nagging me. And I didn't sign up for this. And, like, I didn't do anything wrong. And she's like, I cannot have this conversation right now. And he, like, basically insists that they hash it out. So they get into a fight. She's like, fuck you. Goes upstairs to bed. And then, like, Zach comforts her, which is really nice. And then, eventually, he ends up seeing the bruises. Yeah, and then he feels wants... bad, because he's like, oh, fuck. Because, like, he tries to, like, ap- quote-unquote apologize. I don't think he tried. He was going to try to apologize the night before. But then she doesn't answer, and he's like, oh, well, she's still fucking mad at me. Yeah. And then... He's, he's definitely an asshole about it. Yeah. And then, because he always gets his way, and he doesn't understand why she's just not being like, why yeah, she's not like, sorry, letting it go. Yeah. And then she has a talk with like Leslie or something in the kitchen the next morning. And Leslie's just like, I'm so happy for you guys. I think you guys are. You're gonna and he's so like, happy. I'm sorry, I didn't know you're going home for the like the weekend. I wouldn't. I would have stayed at a hotel or like not come over. Yeah. If I knew. And then she's like, yeah, whatever. Because, like, obviously Aiden wants to see you every time you're here. And then they he, like, encourages, like, both of them to kind of, like, talk it out. Reconcile. Because he knew. He, like. He doesn't know it's fake. But he's like, you guys are, like, really early in this. fighting or something. Yeah. So they end up just, like, eventually they, like, reconcile. She's kind of, like, it's fine. And he's, like realizing he fucked up and then he just like the one thing that he does i do like about him is he realizes how fucking shitty he was and is like honestly i was really shitty to you and i'm sorry and i can't go back i'm gonna try not to be shitty but like i'm sorry I'm re- i was really shitty because like even when they were like employee and like um boss he was still shitty to her 
But, like, basically from there, they start to reconcile and, like, really move forward and, like, become really good friends. Yeah. And then from there, they're, like, they're definitely friends. Zach gets cut from his team. Because he's, like, lazy. Aiden is an asshole about it. And Vanessa's, like, I don't know how to help Because Aiden's logic is, if like. Work harder. Yeah, he's, like, he's kind of like that, like, the Kim Kardashian quote. He's, like, you just got to get up and fucking work. Like, why are all these, like, people not working? And that that's Aiden's logic. Like, if you're not up and going, you're fucking lazy. And obviously, Zach. I mean, Zach, to be honest, I think was probably being really lazy. Like, a little comfortable. He was very comfortable being a backup quarterback. You know what? I'd want to be a backup quarterback. Make money. <laughs> that being never. said, I obviously don't play the sport of football. I've also, never played I mean, the sport like, I feel of football. Like your goal is to not be the backup. Yeah, but, but I would love to be a backup quarterback because you get fucking paid. It's not the worst thing in the world. That being said, if Zach and Aiden were both making a decent amount of money, why the fuck were they still living together? I think it was so that I think neither was- of them committed to anything. I guess like and I Aiden guess- didn't want to buy a house because he didn't want to he didn't want to stay there. Yeah, I guess. And and then it, Zach it was, was Zach- just like, I guess he wasn't making enough as a backup quarterback. I thought backup quarterbacks still make a cushy, they do cushy, and it cushy living. On the team and it depends on who how, you are yeah. and how long you've been a backup and it, a lot of things been. But yeah. Anyway, um, after that they like become really good friends and then they go. So Thanksgiving comes. Aiden doesn't have any family besides Leslie, who's in Canada, because they're in Dallas. I thought they were in, like, San Antonio. He or... plays for Dallas. Does he play for Dallas? Yeah. He plays, he plays for, like, a ma- – there's, like, a major – it's a major he, he city. He plays for Dallas. Because at the basketball game, Texas. they shout, go back to Dallas. No, I'm pretty sh- – no. No, yeah. I don't think it's Dallas. I'm pretty sure it I is. I don't think it's Dallas. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Thanksgiving comes around. She's not going to go and visit Vanessa and her family. So she's like, I'm just going to stay Vanessa and chill. Vanessa and her family. Or, sorry, Diana and her family. Um, like, what fucking book are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know. And then Zach goes home to... It's definitely still no, a southern no, no. state. Zach is from Tex- like from from Dallas. He's from a major si- city in Texas. I know this. Because he has the full Texas, like, Texan swing, like, twang. Yeah, I don't think it's Dallas. I think it's Dallas. Pretty sure it is. And then I think it's San Antonio that they live in, or Austin. No, it can't be because... I think it's San Antonio. Okay. Anyway. Because, like, all of her books happen within one of those cities in Texas besides all roads lead here. They're all from those, like, three cities. Okay. Anyway. So... She wants to go to her brother's basketball game. Who played? He plays college basketball, and his college team is playing close by. So yeah, like she, I, like I said, I think it's San Antonio, and they're sure playing they, in Austin. And no, she just has around. I think no, she goes no, no. to San Antonio. I'm gonna look this up. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they are. So she. It does matter because we're obviously having an argument. It it's an hour away, and she asked Aiden to go with her. Aiden is off for Thanksgiving because they, they had a game Thanksgiving, like, the Thursday, and he's off for the weekend. So he goes with her, and they go to the basketball game. 
it's actually super cute. I love that scene. It's so fun. Um, because they just, like, are just, like, two people who are, like, getting to know each other. And it feels very, like, first datey. You know? Which I really like. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, the first time because she's introducing him to, like, her family. Yeah. Basically, the only family besides her, I guess she wanted to introduce him to her, her foster parents. But, like, basically, this is the first family member he would be introduced to. And kind of, like, like not even, like, introduced in person, but just, like, this is what I do for my family is I go see their bas- his basketball yeah. game. Yeah. And then Susie ends up there. And Aiden is, like, I'm going to. He, he full goes, on, like, he full on, like, when he saw the bruises, full. he was fully, like, I'm going to fucking kill them. I think it's because. And she had to talk him out of driving to whatever town they're from. I think it's because he was also abused as a kid. Yeah. So I think it was, like, very triggering for him and very, like, why would you do that? So he ends up just, like, threatening the sister's husband or boyfriend or whatever. And, like, it's a good scene. It's the first time you realize that Aiden likes her. I think I think is that basketball game is the first time you're like, okay, Aiden definitely likes her. Isn't that that fair? Like, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I think like he starts doing like he gets her like. Was it. Was it water or pop? And then. Yeah, like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I think it was like Dr. Pepper. And then because he. And then they start to have that like, you don't know me. And he's like, I know everything. And she's like testing him. Yeah. And she's like. And then also there was like the thing that was like he finally realized so what type of fan she was, and she he's like you're fucking crazy and she's like what are you talking about do this at your games all the time and he's like yeah but I don't notice that. It's also really funny when she one of my favorite, um, my favorite parts is when they're talking about the fantasy football, and oh yeah and he's not on her team and she's like she's like he's like why wouldn't you put me on your team and she's like she's like uh, zach told me who to put on the team yeah. and you're not the person and he's like wait and why didn't you ask me and she's like well actually and he's like okay i get it now but it was really i love that that was a funny scene and then when she goes to the game he gets her tickets so she goes to the game with zach and wears zach's jersey and zach is like first of all zach is what like are what, what are you doing and she's like you gotta make sure they don't forget about you so if i'm wearing your jersey they're gonna be I like i just Who's love that yeah i just love that she she's is just like so, so she's ride or die with her like with her close people she's man. super loyal and she's just very like this is who i am i don't give a fuck anyone thinks she i'm gonna wear this and know <laughs> that by that point i think she has like cotton candy hair or blue hair. Yeah, she's got blue hair. And, like, she comes home. Aiden comes into the house, and he's like, you wore that to the game? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, why aren't you wearing my jersey? Why aren't you wear my? And she's, she's like, like, one, I don't have one of those. And two, I went, I went with that. So. Yeah, she was like, I don't have a jersey. You never gave me one. And Zach gave me this jersey. Yeah, just like his the Zach tickets. Gave her like because he used she usually used Zach's tickets. Yeah, and then he was like, "Well, why don't you just ask?" And she's like, "Well, why don't you just give it to me?" Like yeah. you never offered. She was so sassy about it, which I loved because she was like not afraid to call him on her shit. Like and then, you've never offered to give me the tickets. You've never offered to give me a jersey. Yeah. So the person that has offered, which is Zach, I've taken him up on that. 
And he's like genuinely offended that she didn't wear his jersey. So she goes and gets him a jersey. Or no, gets her. He, he, yeah, he gets her a jersey. He gets her a jersey with his name on it, which I thought was super cute. Because he's like genuinely like, what the fuck are you wearing? She also flips him off, I think, at that game. That's the game that no, like. No, I think it's. Is it the next game she goes to? It's the next to? game, yeah. Where she's wearing his jersey. Yeah, and then everyone's like, you can't flip that guy off. He's the fucking wall in Winnipeg. And she's, she's like, like, that's my husband. That being said. I don't think if I've met some random person in the stadium and was flipping off, like, athletes. And I'd be like, they'd be like, that's, well, that's my husband. I'd be like, mm, sure, Jan. And I'd walk away. <laughs> I also just feel like that scene didn't need to be there. It was a really weird scene. Well, I think it was there because it not was the like. not the scene, but the the guy commenting that like that but also it like it comes back because when they're at the basketball game then all the people are like go back i I still don't know what city they're from i swear to god it says dallas i don't think it's dallas i'm pretty sure they say go back i don't think it's dallas anyway so like i think it's san antonio i'm gonna bet i'm gonna bet my money on san antonio okay we'll we'll clear this up next episode because i'm gonna look this up after but um, like, because then the people shout, go back to like whatever town, and then she was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking yell at them." He's like, "Just like leave it," and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna," fl-, and she just flips him off, and he's like, "Did you just flip him off behind my back?" And she's like, "How do, how do you know that? How do you know I do that?" Yeah, the first scene that I like, I like him is that scene like i i don't really like i haven't bought into aiden until the basketball scene to be honest which is actually like probably i'd say at least halfway yeah that's why i wish there was joel Kobe. but so after the basketball after they well because it's thanksgiving basically they get kind of hit this rhythm and they go into like christmas and zach goes home for christmas for christmas and like the christmas scene is actually so fucking cute because she like gets him a puppy and he's like because he said he's always wanted a dog but he's never had time but then she was like well "Well, now we have time because i'm here yeah if she's home he can get get the dog and then he gets her a new tablet tablet like a like a a whack and whack home whack home tablet the ones you like you use instead of a mouse and then also a bunch of nightlights because it revealed earlier when there's like a power outage that she's she's afraid afraid of the dark and the reason that she was so because he was like i don't see how this gift is equal because i thought this was really good gift but then you gave me a puppy which is like i thought the puppy scene was so cute because they like because so they've been like since halloween they've been watching dragon ball z yeah like every like a couple nights a week or whatever so they fell asleep watching like i think it was either watching dragon ball z or like christmas movies yeah he asked her to stay and watch a movie with yeah and then she was like fuck how am i supposed to get this gift ready if i'm like in bed yeah and she like basically is like do you want your gift and he's like i'll wait she's like what she's like no you're having it now she's like stay here don't come out and then she realizes that the puppy pooped in his cage and is like covered in poop and she's like fuck i can't give a poopy puppy so she like is like bathing him and he's like what the fuck are you doing and she's like uh and then like uh, here's the the puppy and then the dog like props up and he's like what's that and she's like merry christmas and gives him like basically just like a golden retriever puppy like like wet soggy wet wrapped in a towel and he's like 
instantly in love and when she's like honestly i should just make a fucking calendar of him shirtless with his dog i was like she should have been yeah, like she, like, like, she was also though. like why didn't i just keep this dog for myself fuck like, yeah she had moments that she was like do i want to give this dog to him it was he's so cute with the dog and like she's just so like she loves her gift because it was so personal because he knew she was afraid of the dark and then went out of his way to get all these different nightlights. Yeah, and, like, he was, like, collecting them. And her whole thing was that, like, it was the fact that he put thought into it. Like, that was why she was so impressed and loved it. Even though it wasn't necessarily the same as getting a puppy, it was just so thoughtful that she was, like, he knew me well enough to do this. Yeah. And basically, from that point on, they're in love. And well, we, she's in love, and she's like, oh, he doesn't feel But the same we way. know that he's in love. Like, obviously we know, because we can read between the lines. We can read between the fucking lines. And, and obviously, so like, Vanessa cannot read between the lines. I thought that it took her quite a long time. It for took her, to her like, way too long. It liter- he like literally he literally left. And I was like, the whole the first I read this, I was like, the thing is, she I never, that, she I never bought it before. She never brought up going the fact if he had to go because he goes at the end of every season. They don't make the playoffs. To Colorado, he goes to Colorado to for train. like the summer to train, and she just never brought it up until he had to leave. I would have been like, so Colorado, when are you gonna like head there? No, no, he did say, and then but she had her marathon, so she couldn't go. Oh yeah. That's why. So she was like, I don't want you to go because I have to stay for the marathon. And he didn't want to ask her to come. So she was like, if you didn't ask me, he doesn't want me there. And it did take them a really long time for them oh, to yeah, come. Oh, yeah, because we forgot to mention that she's training for a marathon. Yeah, for a marathon. Because, like, yeah, the whole thing just comes full circle when, like, basically. So he goes to Colorado. She's basically. And then Zach, like mopey. Has, Zach has to go home for. To train. To train. To try to get she, on another team. Yeah, because she basically motivates him because he was like, oh, maybe I'll just be like a football coach. And she's like, do you want to play football? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, then you're going to go fucking put put the work in. Yeah. And like try to get on another team because like what's the worst that could happen? They'd be like, no. And then you go and do the football coaching, but you have to at least try. And then so she's basically alone in this house. Yeah. Like this moping. huge fucking house. Because he can't go because he broke his foot. Oh, yeah, because Zach broke his foot on a night out. He slipped. He, st- he literally just, like, slipped and, like, broke his foot. That was sucks. really weird, but. They needed her to be alone. I can see why the scene was in there, but yeah. I felt really bad for Zach. Also, okay, the scene, the, re- the, the, the sex scene is at the end, but. The scene where they, like, get hot and heavy but don't actually have sex. Like, his friends come to visit and they have to sleep in the same bed because, obviously, Oh, yeah, and she shoves his hand, her hand on his pants. And in in the middle of the night, sleeping. And they're, like, they basically, like, start to go at it, but, like, like, and, like, start to fool around. And then they're literally about to have sex. Like, like, about to. And then the alarm goes off because Zach's fucking in a cast and all of his friends are home after taking Zach to the hospital and it like interrupts it and I was like no this is what I wanted <laughs> I loved I love the scene where they woke up and she had her hand like in his pants like they were like yeah, like cupping his butt yeah cupping his butt in his boxers and she was he was like 
because she tried to like play it off like oh he's not gonna notice he's asleep she's he's like are you dead groping me yet she's like uh i mean uh, and there's just like nothing talking about she's like i'm guarding it just in case someone breaks in the middle of the night and tries to like grope you grope you and she's he's like yeah sure that's why you're groping my bum in the middle of the night that's why i thought that was really funny i mean like i the 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 reason okay so i do find that some of the books like sarah mary's a pot of books you don't because it's a, a single pov like all of her books are they're always with the heroine you sometimes don't get much of the hero and in this book you get a lot of aided like you know yeah the second that he starts to like her you know it you basically don't get any besides the game she goes to including her brother's basketball game you literally the entirety of it happens in the house yeah like all of the scenes like the only time you don't get aiden is when he's in colorado and at the very beginning before yeah, they when come like into like the working. agreement but otherwise aiden is in like at least every other page so you yeah. always get the two of them together which is why i really like this book because like you actually see it from the beginning all the way to the end yeah. of them like falling in love like, which is so I cute i found with a couple of them so like all roads lead here yeah you don't get much of also wait for it which is kind of like so she does she did the wall wouldn't pay with me wait for it which is diana's book and, and then, then you have hands down which, which is zach's, zach's book. book and i found wait for it and hands down a little bit more like chick lit is yeah which is okay which makes me sad because i loved zach in this that book. being said her there's still romance in the ch- chick lit like th- like those books but you just get more of like a kind of like a self journey rather than yeah. like the entire plot being based around the like romance. don't get me wrong wait for it was so good and it really fucks oh you up it because really it's like kicks you in the nuts it's so good though like i'm like but it is it is a little a little more chiclet like i would say it's 50 50 chiclet 50 50 romance yeah i would say it's really i would say whereas this the wall of winnipeg and me is a romance book for sure yeah it's not steamy so if you're looking for a really steamy romance like this is i don't think you should if you're looking for just steamy i don't think this is mariana zapata's but, like, she does such a good job of, like, really building both characters through. And in this book, like, Aiden, you see him grow as a person yeah. to include someone else in his life. Yeah. And realize he's, like, uh, he was a piece of shit before. <laughs> and, yeah, because at first I really didn't like Aiden. And by the end, you're he like. He was so. By the like, end, you're like, was Vanessa, very so just selfish. fucking tell him. Yeah. Because he loves you, too. <laughs> And then, so it basically ends with her marathon, where she's like running it. He's in, she thinks he's in Colorado. Zach stayed with her just be, for the marathon, just for the marathon, and he's supposed to. He's gonna go home after this, but he's basically like he he was there to like drop her off at the beginning, yeah. and he's and gonna meet her up at the end. And she like gets a phone call because obviously she can't run with her phone. I mean, like if she ran with music, she probably also had this that. is like 2014, so like. Uh, you could have but like i get the point but like so she gets a random phone call from this like 
organized like this person like a volunteer and she's like what the fuck why is there a phone call and it's Aiden being like you she she it. fully thought she was like I'm gonna die like this marathon's going to fucking kill me yeah because she was so like mopey and stuff beforehand also she never fully got to, to the 26 miles to the 26 miles she never fully did the full marathon See, in okay. training the also thing is I was like okay 26 miles doesn't seem that bad and then as Canadians, we think we, in we, kilometers. Yeah, kilometers. And I asked Ross, and he's like, yeah, that's like over 40 kilometers. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know why she thought that was a great so, entry-level like, marathon. Uh, there are definitely smaller marathons. And also, like, the more popular marathons are are easier. So, like... Uh, yeah. I was just like, there is no way. This I is like this is this. like her going like full on, I'm gonna do the Boston Marathon as my entry level marathon. No, you do a like a ten K and then you build up to that. I mean, that wasn't like she picked it because she wanted to feel like she could do something like for herself again after spending all this time doing things for other people, especially for Aiden. So like I do get it. But I just think that was a little hardcore. That was a little too hardcore for me. Yeah, I agree. I was just like, I would have picked inflicted Even just like here in Vancouver, because we have a, a half sun marathon. Run. Yeah, you could. She could have done five kilometers. That's not. Yeah, anything. but like but that's a, a good entry a good level, like marathon is the sun run. Also because yeah. it's so busy, you're never gonna go really fast paced. You're never gonna go I mean, marathon. We have to walk. Yeah, but... you basically have to walk the sun run. Uh, but that's. I would have picked a smaller marathon. Anyway, so she's fully like, I'm going to fucking die. So she's like trying so to have her like, like last. She's like, basically telling Aiden, like, this is my last will and testimony. Yeah. Like, I love you and I will always love like, you. Like, no, 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 I no. Because no. she was like, I think I want to tell you something. And he's like, no, you're going to tell me after. And she's like, no, I think I'm going to die. So I'm going to tell you now. And, and he's, he's like, like, no, you're going to finish this. And then you can tell me after. He thinks she's such an idiot. He's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? You're not going to die. And he, she, so she does the marathon and she fully thinks she's hallucinating. She's like, like she fully was like, my body is shutting down and I'm dying. Because yeah. she sees Aiden in the crowd and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining this. He's not here. Like, I'm crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm dying. I'm fully like about to die. And then he, like, she realizes once he gets closer that he's, like, really here. And she's, like, what? Like, she's, like, not only, like, she, like, yeah. dying. She's, like, what is going on? My favorite part of that entire scene is. Is when she's, like, so you can carry me home. And, and he's, he's like, like, but will I? And, no, that he's, like, she's, like, no, but. He's, like, no. And then it cooled down walk. And I was, like. <laughs> because it's so on par. Like, it's just like consistent all the way through that he is still like even though he grows as a person he's like he's still so consistently himself like the character is still and i was like that is just that is gold that's great and he's like (laughs) feeding her lots of carbs after because she gets home and she's basically like delusionally she's just like in and out of sleep dead she's like like, falls asleep she eats she falls back asleep and then he feeds her again and he's like feeding her like all the carbs that she needs to build back up. To be fair, I did my first 12k, and I can understand this feeling because I never ran 12k before. The highest I got was eight, and I was like, "We can do 12." And afterwards, your whole body just like aches, 
and you have like a headache just from like overexerting yourself and you're just like so tired so like this is actually fairly realistic <laughs> but yeah and then he like he comes in and he's like so what were you gonna tell me on the phone like before the marathon and she's like ah uh, well i thought i was gonna die so i wasn't i don't actually want to tell you anymore and he's like just like what were you gonna say just tell me and she's like because I like love you. I'm like well, because at that point she's like, okay, he came all the way here. He must like me a little bit. I'm just gonna go for it, and then just like tells him, and then he's like, well, yeah, I've loved you this whole time, and she's like, what the fuck? Why he's like, didn't what? you tell me that? And then he's like, I thought you like knew. I thought you knew and just didn't reciprocate the feelings, and she's like, they they both are like these two idiots. Yeah, it's it's very much at the end when you're just like, okay, they need to get together. And then they, like, end the scene there because he, he's like, no, we can't have sex. Because the door was open. He left the door open. He's like, I can't just, like, just go and shut the door now. Like, and so then, and then they, fall asleep, they fall asleep at night. They just can wake up the next morning and have sex. And then the book ends. Literally, yeah. the book ends, After, po- like, post-sex. <laughs> like, like post orgasm like they've just both finished twice they've had two like they've had sex twice in like the 30 minute window or whatever they're laying there saying i love you and then it ends <laughs> then it ends and it jumps like five years ahead uh, yeah about that Four. i think four? it's like four years and they have two kids and he's retiring because they moved to san diego yes because they were in california now and they have like two kids. One of them's name is I. I thought the names. I mean, thank God, Sam, Sam, and, and Gray. Yeah, I thought. I thought Gray was kind of cute. I thought Gray was cute. Sam, I don't know. It's not the most original name, but that being said, at least she didn't fucking name them like the the, the traditional book, like romance book names. You know, they always have weird names. No. <laughs> Like Knox. Do you have you ever no. met someone named Knox? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously the name like must like there must be people who actually name that. But I I know what you mean. Like if they're like, like kind of obscure, but, but like, they're so they're so ordinary that you're like, all right, I get it. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, the book ends. I'm not a personal fan of like the epilogue with the kids thing but like like, i I don't want an epilogue that's like two minutes after the book ends i want an epilogue in the future i want to see some domestic ever i want some domestic bliss and like yeah it's like five years so i think it was like a good book end because it was like that was when they they officially like at the beginning that's true they said five years five years was how they were gonna get out of it without being suspicious yeah okay i have of this whole book before we wrap up and give our ratings and stuff the two the two things that i have with this book are a when he's asking her to like marry him for like her card he's like yeah i talked to an immigration lawyer and this is a thing and she's i'm like and she just like doesn't. And even she's like, I could go to, to jail for this. And, and I'm like, like, wait, so you just fucking called an immigration lawyer? And it's like, so what happens if I married an American? Okay, cool, thanks. Like, what? And then the other one is the fact that like, a, so like this is also something that I only noticed the second time I read this. 
he like wakes her up with sex which is like kind of a no-no depending on who you ask i'm okay with it personally because like he does ask for consent like before he like oh and they don't use condoms puts it in and that was the other one is i was just like he he's literally just like i don't want to come inside you and she's just like okay (laughs) yeah i just don't think mariana's a pot as a condom condom that drives me nuts yeah i am always on condom watch or like at least at least in from luke off with love she's like i'm on birth control and i'm like okay so like there's some acknowledgement that like babies happen he literally in this book says I want to come inside you. And she just like says nothing. But at that point, and I don't it know. just happens twice. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I don't know. That's, those are, those are the, the things that like, the only things I have against this book are those things. The condom watch one's a big one. Cause I am always on condom watch and I'm just like, ugh. no acknowledgement of protective sex. Anyway. I didn't have issues with either of those. Yeah, things. apparently. I know it's I'm just on me. condom watch, but also, I don't know. I think they're both at the that point that they're like, obviously, you see at the end that they want kids. Well, I think she wanted kids. It's never talked about, which is another thing where I'm like, they never even talk about if they want kids. And I think she's she like, talks I'm going to come inside you. And she, she's like, I think she talks about it. She talks about how she wants a family. And that's why they only agreed to five years because she's like, I want a family down the line. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, rereadability. Obviously, I'm like, I'd say yes. Yeah. I I've read, read this, this twice. Quite often. Um, I would buy this book. I could actually have it on my shelf. My reading, I give it a five out of five. And I would, I would actually give it a five out of five. Yeah, I give mine a five. I like, I, most of the books I reread, I usually give fives. Like, I wouldn't give this like a a, fi- a four point seven five. I think or I, I might give, this a five. give this a four point five, simply really? because I I usually skip the beginning of the book. If I reread it, I usually like I don't skip t- right to them living together. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't read the parts where he's trying to like court her to marry him. Yeah, like the first, like, I think it's like the first 100 pages. Yeah, first 100, 150 pages. I don't read that. Okay. I would still, I would still give this a five out of five. Um, steaminess. This is like a one. Yeah. Not even that. I would say, I mean, I would say one because there's a sex scene. I feel like if there's a sex scene, you get one. (laughs) But this, see, but fade to black, I feel like it's zero. This has a se- a sex scene, and they do actually like like you you fully see the whole thing, and they have that like hot and heavy session before that. Like I would give this a, a one or a one and a half. Um, would I recommend this? Yeah, I would. I would recommend this book. <laughs> because yeah, um, I, I mean, I recommended this to you. Yeah, which is like, and then I would recommend this to like. There is not okay. I have yet to read a Marion Zapata book that I wouldn't recommend, but this is definitely one of my favorite books. I think we should do a Marion Zapata month, 
at some point. Good. I keep telling you to read my favorites, and you're like, but and then you keep rereading the same two books because they're so good. I'm telling you, Underlock. There's something so comforting about reading a book that you Underlock know is, good. is my favorite Mariana Zapata book. I also think just to finish off the trilogy of this, the the like the, these characters, you should read Hands Down. I know. I've heard that like it's got mixed reviews. It's not so. my favorite. I did still have a good time reading it, but it's definitely not my favorite of Mariana Spada's books. Yeah. So, moral of the story: read this book. It's yeah. very good. It is not super steamy. So, if you're someone who wants less sex scenes, this is not the book. But as someone who personally also prefers books with more. Like, this book reminded me of a, of a historical where you don't get sex until they're married at the end. I'm just going to tell you a lot of books are like this. Okay, well, not the ones that I read, apparently. <laughs> All I'm saying is, not steamy, but good book. I still give this a 5 out of 5. And I have yet to read a Mary's about a book that I didn't like. So, give it a try. Tell us what you think. I'm curious if anybody else is anyone else like a condom watcher like is this does this not bother anyone else like why is it just me that's like is there no text like talk of um like any sort of protective sex or birth control or like even sometimes when they're like I swear I'm clean I'm like okay at least you can acknowledge the fact that that's a thing whether I would trust that you just saying that you swear you're clean is a whole other story but like still anyway any last words Mm, i don't think so all right well then that's the end of today's episode thanks for listening you can find us on instagram at sisters reading romance pod and you can find our email at sisters reading romance podcast at gmail.com send us book recs send us opinions yep if you don't like the books we read or if you like the books we read we want to know both definitely book recs though and i think that's it for today so we'll see you all next week bye